0: The following Marx Daily Apple article was written by Marxists and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. Brock didn't take supplements, so why should I? The definitive guide to primal supplementation. Disclaimer: I derive most of my income from selling supplements. We don't talk too much about it here on Mark's Daily Apple, but I get enough questions on the topic that I felt it was time to explain exactly why I chose to manufacture and take certain supplements. The main objective of following the primal blueprint is to extract the healthiest, happiest, longest, and most productive life possible from our bodies, and to look and feel good in the process. Our 10,000-year-old primal genes expect us to emulate the way our ancestors ate and moved, and the primal blueprint says we should do exactly as they expect. While there are many things that we can do, or eat, today, that very closely approximate what Grok did to trigger positive gene expression, there are also a number of obstacles that can thwart our attempts to be as primal as possible. Artificial light prompts us to stay up too late and sleep too little, Electronic entertainment competes for our time when we should be out walking and basking in sunlight. We don't always have access to ideal foods. We shower too much in water that's too hot. We use medicines to mask our symptoms instead of allowing our bodies to deal directly with the problem. You get my point. It's tough going full primal today. One of my tasks is to find the shortcuts. The easiest way to get the same genetic expression benefits Grok got, but by using 21st century technology or just plain old common sense. Working out in Vibram Five Fingers to simulate going barefoot is an example. Or learning how to spend time in the sun without sunscreen and without burning. Getting more from a 20 minute full body exercise routine than from a 3 hour cardio workout is yet another example. And given the lack of certain critical nutrients, even in the healthiest diets, finding the best supplements is another. I agree that the supplement industry does have its share of shady characters. Many, if not most, of the products you see on the store shelves are probably harmless and also probably useless. Thousands of these products have more smoke, mirrors, and hype behind them than research to back them up but there are a few categories of supplements and manufacturers that have shown great promise and that I wouldn't be without in my own regimen. Here are a few of the best categories of supplements I can recommend to just about everyone. Number 1. Antioxidant Booster I've done posts on free radicals and oxidative damage here before, so I don't need to go into detail when I suggest that we want to do everything we can to reduce oxidative damage to our cells, and particularly inside our mitochondria. Eating right, avoiding stress, and exercising appropriately, i.e. not too much high-end cardio, are always the first lines of defense. Of course, we also have our three main internal on-board antioxidant systems that take care of most of the normal oxidative damage when we're healthy, unstressed, and eating well. Catalase, superoxide dismutase, and glutathione. But these systems can come up short when we are under stress, who isn't, eating too many sugars and other carbs, trans and hydrogenated fats, or drinking alcohol, or when we're exercising inappropriately theoretically that still ought to be no problem because our bodies were designed to get additional antioxidant support from the foods we eat grock handled this easily by avoiding the kinds of chronic made up stress we have today by consuming foods rich in antioxidants like carotenoids catechins flavones and anthocyanidins our problem is the 21st century is twofold First, we layer far too much stress on ourselves with our workloads, our worrying, our medicines, our lack of sunshine, and our less than optimum diets. This means that our stress load is far greater and puts a greater burden on all these natural systems. When these antioxidant systems fail us, we can get sick and even age faster. Secondly, Many of our historically healthy sources of dietary antioxidants have all but disappeared or have been rendered impotent by today's aggressive factory farming techniques. In the fruit industry, for example, obtaining the highest possible sugar content has replaced antioxidants as the focus. The most popular measure of a food's or supplement's antioxidant power is the ORAC score, for oxygen radical absorbance capacity. The USDA recommends we get between 3,000 and 5,000 ORAC units per day, but I believe that number is way too low and that we should be looking to get at least double that. That's one of the reasons that the high ORAC fruits and vegetables are at the base of the primal pyramid. Even though it's a low-carb program, that fact distinguishes it from Atkins perhaps more than anything else. But I believe that we also need a broad mix of different antioxidants on a daily basis, since different antioxidants work in different ways and in different parts of the cell. That means taking a supplement to obtain hard-to-get nutrients like full-spectrum vitamin E, not just alpha-tocopherol, mixed carotenoids, not just beta-carotene, tocotrienols, NAC, alpha-lipoic acid, curcumin, rosveratrol, milk thistle, CoQ10, and quercetin, to name a few. In fact, too much of any one single antioxidant, in the absence of the others, has been shown to have potentially negative effects, as a few recent vitamin E-only studies have demonstrated. Conversely, when you take a good broad-spectrum antioxidant formula, all these antioxidants can work synergistically to mitigate oxidative damage and then help each other recycle back to their potent antioxidant form after donating an electron to the antioxidant effort. For that reason, I take a high-potency multivitamin loaded with extra antioxidants every day. Number 2. Probiotics Grok ate dirt. All day. Every day. Hey, when you never wash your hands, or your food, or anything else for that matter, you pretty much can't avoid it. But with all that soil came billions of soil-based organisms, mostly bacteria and yeast, that entered his mouth daily and populated his gut. Most were friendly bacteria that actually helped him better digest food and ward off infections. In fact, much of Grok's and our, immune system evolved to depend on these healthy flora living in us symbiotically. Grok also ate the occasionally unfriendly organisms that had the potential to cause illness, but as long as the healthy flora well outnumbered the bad guys, all was well. Several trillion bacteria live symbiotically in our gut today, some good and some bad. Much of your health depends on which of the two is winning the flora war. The problem today is that we don't eat dirt. We wash everything. Of course, given the crap that's in the dirt around us, it's probably best that we wash it all. But in the process, we never get a chance to ingest the healthy bacteria that our genes expect us to. In most healthy people, this doesn't usually present a problem. As long as there are some healthy gut bacteria present, as long as we don't get too stressed out, stress hormones can kill off healthy flora, too sick, diarrhea and vomiting are ways the body purges bad bacteria, but it purges good bacteria with them, or take antibiotics, antibiotics tend to kill most bacteria, that's their job, and as long as we're eating well, those healthy bacteria can flourish and keep us well. Unfortunately, we live in a time when stress is everywhere, where we do tend to get sick or take antibiotics, where certain processed foods support the growth of unhealthy bacteria and yeast forms while choking out the healthy flora. Many people whose diets include daily doses of yogurt or acidophilus are able to maintain healthy gut flora, but these sources aren't always reliable. Pasteurized and added sugars can reduce their effectiveness and not everyone can tolerate dairy that well. For that reason, I think it's wise to take probiotic supplements on occasion. Not necessarily every day, since once these seeds have been planted in the healthy gut, they tend to multiply and flourish on their own. I'd certainly take extra probiotics under times of great stress, or when you've been sick, or are taking, or have just taken, a course of antibiotics. The reversal of fortune from a few days taking probiotics can be dramatic. Better than eating dirt, I always say. Number three, fish oil. In Grok's day, virtually every animal he consumed was a decent source of vital omega-3 fatty acids. The fish he caught had eaten algae to produce omega-3 fatty acids rich in EPA and DHA, which helped build the larger human brain over a few hundred thousand years. The animals he hunted grazed on plants that generated high levels of omega-3 in these meats. Even the vegetation Grok consumed provided higher-level omega-3s than today's vegetables. In Grok's diet, the ratio of pro-inflammatory omega-6 to anti-inflammatory omega-3 was close to 1 to 1. Unfortunately, most of us with a typical American diet get way too much omega-6 and way too little omega-3, and that unhealthy ratio tends to keep many of us in a constant state of systemic inflammation. Since omega-3 oils are found in fewer and fewer modern foods, fish being one of the few, but fresh fish also being impractical to eat regularly due to the heavy metal content, The single easiest way to overcome this serious deficit and rebalance your omegas is to take highly purified omega-3 fish oil supplements. The research on fish oils is extraordinary, showing benefits across the board from decreased risk from heart disease and cancer to lowering triglycerides, improving joint mobility, decreasing insulin resistance, and improving brain function and mood. The drug companies are even starting to recognize the power of this natural medicine and have begun promoting prescription fish oil. At four times the normal price, of course. As healthy as my own diet is, I never go a day without taking a few grams of an omega-3 fish oil supplement. Number four, protein powders. Eating low-carb often means being at a loss as to what to have for a snack or a small meal. We are so used to reaching for the bagel, a few pieces of fruit, or something sweet as a snack. On the other hand, there are also times when we just don't feel like fixing a full meal or we're strapped for time. In those instances, I like to look to protein powders to take up the slack. Today's protein powder or meal replacements can combine the best of 21st century technology with a true primal intent, Get me a fast, good-tasting source of protein without too many carbs or unhealthy fats. I generally look for products that have whey protein as the major source of protein, and that taste great when mixed up with only water, so I don't have to add sugary juices or milk just to choke it down. That way, I can always throw in a piece of fruit, or not, for added calories or flavor, If I'm in a hurry and I want a quick high-protein start to my day, my morning protein shake takes less than a minute to make and covers all the bases I need covered. There are other supplements I might use if I had particular health issues, for example, phosphatidylserine for memory loss, and I might go into those in detail sometime in the future. I hope this post opens up the conversation to a topic I feel quite strongly about. If you have any questions or comments, please drop me a line on the comment board over at marksdailyapple.com. Thanks for listening. Looking for a nutritionally balanced, low carb meal on the go? Want to take the edge off hunger and sustain your energy until your next meal? Primal Fuel makes Primal Paleo style eating quick, simple, and delicious. Healthy doses of high quality fat from coconut milk, protein from ultra high. With 20 grams of the highest biological value protein per serving and 6 grams of soluble prebiotic fiber, Primal Fuel is perfect for any occasion, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or as a snack or dessert. Tempt your taste buds today. Visit PrimalBlueprint.com to order in 15-day or 30-day sizes.